Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Medicine Made Easy podcast. I'm your co-host, Becca. And I'm the other co-host, Josh. So in today's episode, we are going to, instead of talking about a medical condition, we're going to give you a little inside look at one of our med school rotations. So today we're going to be talking about our experience on our family medicine rotations and talk a little bit more about what family medicine physicians actually do. Yes, because even when I started medical school, I still had no idea what family medicine doctors actually did. And it's quite a bit. Yeah. So I think to start, I'm just going to give everyone a little rundown on what family medicine actually is uh, and what their work consists of. And then we'll talk more about our role as medical students. So family medicine, before I started medical school, I thought they just did like sports physicals and that's who you went to once in a while for checkups, but I really didn't know what they actually did every single day. So I've learned a lot in my two years of med school. Um, So basically as a family medicine physician, you can see everyone. You can see newborn babies all the way up to geriatric patients and everywhere in between. And a lot of those patients, depending on where you work, you will be their doctor throughout that. They won't just come to you as a geriatric patient. You'll know them from the time they're little as they grow up and then start having kids of their own. And you truly get to see the entire family. Yes. And I think that's one of the really cool aspects of family medicine is that you really get to grow up with your patients and grow old with your patients. Um, Something that I don't think a lot of people know about family medicine is that you can actually get further training as a family medicine physician. So you can get further training in OB and actually be the one delivering babies. You can get further training in sports medicine and be a sports med doctor. Um, You can get more training in sleep medicine or pain medicine or um, adolescent medicine. Really, as a family med doctor, you can specialize in whatever you want to. Yeah, when we were looking online, I think there were like 10 or 15 different things that you could go into after. So it's really just a broad spectrum of things that you can do with family medicine. Yeah, and that's one of the really cool aspects of it. So an easy way to think about family medicine compared to other primary care specialties is there's pediatrics, which is all kiddos from birth to 18 years old. That's pediatrics realm. And then there's internal medicine, which is all adults. You never deal with kiddos at all. It's just all adult medicine. And then family medicine kind of combines those two because you can take care of kids and babies and you can take care of adults and geriatrics and, like I said, everywhere in between. So it's kind of a combination. And not only that, you can work in an outpatient setting, like in a clinic. You can work in a hospital. You can work um, depending on where, what hospital or where you're working. If it's a big city or more rural, you can work in an ER Um And you can do a combination of all of those, too, especially in smaller towns. They'll have clinic hours where they'll see patients from this time to this time. But then in the mornings, they'll go and round and see patients that are in the hospital. Or if the ER needs somebody, they could potentially pick up a shift and go work in the evening in the ER. It really is very flexible. Yeah, it's super flexible. You get to customize your patients um, kind of how you want to. If you want to take more care of, if you want to take care of more women's and do women and do women's health stuff or deliver babies you can do that if you'd rather focus on just adults you can do that if you'd rather focus just on kids you can do that which is such a cool aspect of the specialty and another thing about it as a family medicine physician a lot of times you're the like 
point of contact for people for their healthcare needs across the spectrum. So you'll see chronic conditions, you'll see just wellness checks, you can see, you can be the first one that picks up on what could be an acute condition. And a lot of times, even if someone is having what ends up being an emergency, they contact their primary care or family medicine physician first, so then you can kind of help direct them in what to do to get care. So you really get to see a broad spectrum of things from the extremities to the heart to the brain to the GI system. Like you have to know a little bit of everything. Yeah. And I think that's something I didn't really know about family medicine. I just, I I was always intimidated by it because you have to know about everything. Yeah. You really do. You have to know about how to take care of a newborn baby. You have to know about GI problems in a newborn and in a 99-year-old. You have to know just so much stuff, but it's such a cool and diverse specialty. Yeah. So do you want to dive into what our experiences as students were like a little bit? Yeah. So I'll let you go first. You can talk a little bit about what your clinic days were like and how how they went for you. All right. So I chose to be assigned to a rural location. So I wasn't in the city that I was usually in for medical school. And they assigned me to two different physicians. One was more of your classic family medicine physician who kind of took that role that we talked about earlier where he saw patients in the clinic and was dealing with more of their general health and wellness concerns. But then the other one I was assigned to was a sports medicine family medicine physician. So with him, he still saw, it was about, I think, 50-50 or so. He still saw people for their general wellness things, but he also saw people with specific, like, knee, shoulder, elbow, wrist conditions or injuries. And he did a lot of procedures with them, so injections and ultrasound, uh, ultrasound-guided procedures. Um, so for me as a student, my role was usually to uh, re- log in uh, remotely to the electronic health record to look up a little bit about the patients that we were going to see the next day so that going in I knew what to expect. And then I usually got there, it was usually somewhere between 7 and 8. I think a lot of mornings the first patient was like 7.30 or 8, and usually we got there like 15 minutes before the first patient. And then as a student, a lot of times he would have me, especially the family medicine physician who was doing more of the true family medicine practice, just primary care, he would send me in to see the patient first. So I would review their history a little bit, make sure that their medications, that they were taking them, that they weren't having any side effects, that they didn't have any other questions or concerns, or if they were coming in because of a specific issue. So if it wasn't a wellness check, I would ask them about that condition, when it started, what their symptoms were, what they had done for it, if it was getting better or worse, all of that. And then I would perform my own physical exam and check the patient. And then I would go back to his office and I would present the patient to him, discuss what I had found, if there were any issues, and then we would go in and see them together. And then he would double check to make sure I hadn't missed anything, and then he would set up the plan. That's pretty much how it went at the clinics that I was at as well. As the student, you go in, see him first, kind of give your rundown of the patient to the physician, and then you both go in together and he or she double checks everything you did, basically. Yeah. And then there were a few times where if the patient actually needed something addressed at that time, like they had a bunch of earwax built up in their ears, or if they had a callus that needed to be shaved down, in those instances, he would send me back in afterwards to do those things. So it was kind of neat getting to do a little bit of the hands-on stuff. Granted, it wasn't the prettiest work in the world, but it was something. 
Yeah, as a medical student in your family med rotation, the, at least the doctors we've been with have been really, really open to letting you do as much as you want to. I know where I was, I was able to help with some of the, like Josh was saying, some of the injections that they do in shoulders or knees. Um, so if you're a medical student, just be very open to anything and everything when you're on your family med rotation because you really don't know what's coming. Yeah. There's just a, such a big variety of stuff that comes into the clinic. Yeah, you really get to see a lot. Um, and then I guess the only thing that was a little different when I was on the sports med, for the physicals, he would let me go in and see them. But obviously when people were coming in for injections, I couldn't really do any of that on my own. So then I was more just observing him. The one other uh, unique thing that I did with the first physician, the one that was truly just family practice, in his practice, I think it was one week a month, uh, each partner is in charge of the nursery at the hospital. So I got to go with him to the hospital before his clinic started for the day. So we were there at like, I think it was like 6.30 or 7 or so. And we went in and we saw the, the newborn babies that had born, been born within the last day or two and were still in the hospital that were going to become a part of his practice. So that was really where you get to see from the youngest of young to the oldest of old with family medicine. So even though usually you would think, oh, a pediatrician is going to be the one taking care of a newborn, the family medicine physician, if they already have one picked out that's going to be the one taking care of the kid as they get older, they will go into the hospital and see the newborn babies as well. Mm -hmm. And that's just such a cool thing to me that you can take care of the mom and dad and then take care of the new baby and then... As the baby gets older and has babies, you take care of their babies. And there's just such a longevity thing with family med that I think has been lost as new specialties come up because so many people that are going into medicine and into the medical field just want to be super, super specialized in their practice. And I think it's the old way of medicine where it's there's one doctor in the town taking care of every single person, um, but that's still around, that's still a thing. Yeah. To some degree. Yeah, and I think that's the one area where there's a little bit of overlap with pediatrics. I remember during my pediatric rotation as well that there were times where we would see uh, patients, see children, and the attending I was with who had been practicing for a long time had actually taken care of the parents when they were kids. And when I was doing my family medicine rotation, it was the same thing. We had people where we were seeing a teenager and the guy had seen the parents as well. So it's just neat when you can really take care of the whole family and you see that continuity over time and you get to know them as people and see them grow. Mm -hmm. Definitely a cool aspect of the field. Anything else you want to share about your family med experience? I think that was about it. You want to tell us a little bit about what you experienced? Yeah. So my day-to-day -day was the same as Josh's. Usually we would get there about 7, 7.30-ish. Um, and then we would have patients all day until about or 4.30. So the hours weren't terrible. Uh, the only thing that I would say was different than Josh's is we had really short appointments. I guess I don't know if that's how the clinic was by you. Yeah, a lot of them, it kind of depended on what was being done. Um, they ranged from 15 to 30. If you had a 30-minute appointment, that was usually a pretty long appointment. I think most of them were usually 15. Yeah, so that's what they were at our clinic too, 15 to 30 minutes. And that's really it is enough time to get a general wellness check done. The only time we would run into problems with it is if we, for some reason, got behind or if one patient's appointment took a little bit longer than it was supposed to, that would totally mess up the 
appointments later in the day, and it's really easy to get behind when you have such quick appointments. But most of the time, it worked out just fine. Yeah, and it it's not obviously this isn't the patient's fault. But there's also times where you think someone's just coming in for a general wellness exam, and then when you start asking them questions, something comes up that you need to spend more time digging into. And obviously, taking care of the patient is always going to come first. So at those times, a 15-minute exam suddenly becomes a 25- or 30-minute exam, and that's what you have to do to provide good patient care. But then everyone else's visits are getting pushed back, and it's just really hard because you have to assume that you're going to get through visits quickly. But most of the time, that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, So I guess that was the only thing that could have, it could be a little frustrating sometimes. But again, we'd rather have patients bring stuff up and actually address it at their appointment rather than them just not say anything about it because they have a 15-minute appointment. So in terms of the day-to-day, it was the same as like what you said. Um, We saw a lot of wellness checks, a lot of med checks, people coming in that had to get their medications checked every few months, a lot of ER follow-ups. Like if people had been in the ER the last week, they always have to check in with their primary care doctor after that. Um, We did have some acute problems. So like someone who rolled their ankle or had like a musculoskeletal um, acute thing that wasn't bad enough to go to the ER urgent care. A lot of physical exams, lots of physical exams, some women's health stuff. Um, there's just a huge variety of stuff. A lot of newborn checks um, and kids' wellness checks. There's just a lot of stuff that we saw. But my role was the same as Josh's. I would go in first, get the history, uh, talk to them about if there was any new problems, do a basic physical exam if that's what they were there for, and then talk to the doctor. Uh, I would be the one that would write the note after the fact in the health record. So I would write the note, talk about our plan for them. Uh, got a lot of practice with writing notes on this rotation. Um, but I really liked my family med rotation. I guess some of the stuff that I liked the most was I liked that, especially as a student, I got a little bit more time with the patients. So I liked that we were able to talk things through and provide a lot of patient education. Um, as a primary care doctor, you really have that, like Josh said, that one-on-one relationship with your patients where you get to grow with them. You get to go through a lot of life struggles with them. You get to really get to know them. Um, And you also get to be an educator for them. So a lot of times when I am not stereotyping hospitals, but hospitals are generally really busy. And if people are there for something and then they leave the hospital with this big stack of discharge papers and they don't know what all of it means. So a lot of times they bring that to their primary care doctor and they're like, okay, I want you to explain it to me in a lot simpler terms so I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, it can definitely be confusing. So the primary care, I like to kind of think of them as almost being like the quarterback or the conductor for individuals' health care. That's good. Because you kind of help run the whole team for the individual. So especially people as they go through life and you start to have multiple medical conditions going on, possibly affecting different body parts. As the primary care physician, you're the one who is going to coordinate with their cardiologist and the nephrologist or the kidney doctor to make sure that the medications they're on aren't going to have side effects with each other and that everything is going to be managed properly. So even though you're not necessarily the one that manages all of those conditions specifically, you make sure that everything is managed in unison Mm -hmm. so that the patient is getting the best possible care. Yeah, that's a good analogy. 
Um, something else I liked about Family Med is just the variety of patients. I loved it because I thought it made the days go really fast. So you could see a newborn baby and then you could see a 50-year-old woman and then you could see a 13-year-old and then an 89-year-old. And it just made the day go a lot faster because you were constantly seeing totally different patients. Yeah, the variety is definitely one of the perks. Um, one of the other things I liked was the work-life balance. The hours were not bad at all. It was like four days a week, seven to four, and no weekends. Yeah, knowing when you're going to be at work is a fairly rare thing in the medical field. Yeah. And another plus with the hours and work-life balance in family medicine, this obviously varies depending on what practice you're part of or where you work. Mm -hmm. But usually family medicine doctors still are technically on call but they're truly on call as opposed to other specialties where if something happens and they call you you might have to go in for family medicine it's usually you're the one whose number gets forwarded to patients if they have a concern in the middle of the night they call you you can give them advice on what to do to manage it or you can advise them to go to the emergency room if it's something that's actually an emergency and is an acute issue or you tell them, okay, I'll have you come in and see me tomorrow morning. Yeah. But it's not something where you have to get up, drive into the clinic or hospital in the middle of the night to see people. No. And most of the time, at least in the places that we've worked or been students, um, the call was super laid back compared to other specialties. Like yeah. it was only a couple days a month. Not like some of the surgical specialties where you're on call a like big a week, chunk of yeah. the time. Um so that's the stuff I liked. The only thing that I really, at least, I really, I don't know if I disliked it, but it was just frustrating to me uh, about Family Med is that when patients were non-compliant with medications, and I medications or lifestyle changes or just not really open to talking about their medical issues, that was something that was frustrating to me. Obviously, it's bound to happen, and there's a lot of factors that as a physician, maybe you don't know about the patient, especially if they haven't opened up to you yet. But that was something that was frustrating to me. I was like, how have your lab values gotten so wacky? Like, are you not taking your meds? And then they would not be and they would be lying about it. And I don't know. That was the thing that was probably the most frustrating to me. And it did not happen a lot. Yeah. I feel like as a family medicine physician or in primary care, that's where you really notice the socioeconomic issues that could be affecting your patients and you kind of see that front line. I feel like when you're actually treating patients in the hospital, you're always kind of sheltered from that because usually once they're admitted, their insurance is like approved on board, whatever you do what you need to, but then you don't necessarily see them outside of that. But as a family medicine physician, you're going to know if the treatment regimen you have them on is too confusing or if they can't afford their medications because mm -hmm. you're the one that sees them most frequently. Yeah, exactly. So that was something that was just a little bit frustrating but honestly I don't have any other things that I really disliked about it I loved my family medicine rotation and I learned so much yeah I would I don't necessarily have anything I disliked I would say there are a few things that weren't just like quite the good fit or exactly what I was looking for um, I've never really loved managing medications all that much pharmacy and the different drugs and everything just never really came easy to me so then when you're seeing patients and trying to make sure that you're getting them on the right doses right schedule no side effects no complications that wasn't something I was really looking for in terms of doing on a day-to-day -day basis in my career and then the other one was managing chronic diseases which obviously has become a huge issue in our country and is something that's going to continue to be an issue 
that just wasn't exactly what I was looking for in terms of my day to day. Any other things about family med you want to chat about? Uh, why don't you tell us what the most common conditions were that you saw, which I know you touched okay. on a little bit, and then maybe the most interesting thing that you saw in your family medicine rotation. Ooh, I'll have to think about that one. The most common stuff that I saw in my family med rotation was a lot of chronic disease checks. So like checking high blood pressure, diabetes, managing meds. That was probably the most common stuff, I guess, that we saw. We also saw a lot, the uh, provider I was with saw a lot of kids too. So we got to see a lot of kids um, and do just well child checks, which I always thought were fun. Um, And then the most interesting thing, hmm. We had a patient that came in who was a little bit younger, and he had crazy hypertension. Um, And we couldn't figure out what was causing it, but we eventually did, and it was renal artery stenosis. So that was cool to get down to the root of what was causing this person's hypertension. So could you guys actually hear, like, when you listened, could you hear the, like, whooshing or whatever, the, I'm blanking on the term for it, the brewie? The brewies. Yeah, Yeah. we could hear the brewies. That's cool. What was the most interesting case that you saw in Family Med? Uh, I guess the most interesting that we had, we had a patient that came in that um, we found had a melanoma on their back. So so nothing like crazy, like rare or like out of this world unique, but it was just neat to see something I hadn't seen anywhere else and that we were actually the ones that diagnosed it for the first time when we were there, or at least we... We didn't technically diagnose it, but we were highly suspicious of it, and we referred them to get a biopsy, and it ended up being melanoma. Yeah, that's one of the another one of the cool things about family med is that you're liter- you're the front line, like you are this patient's early detection system. So every time you do a physical exam, you are gonna be the per- the first person that's gonna catch something if there's ever a problem going on. Um, but I think that's all that we have for family med. That's just a little picture into what it's like to be a family med student. Yeah, and I think a little bit about what family medicine physicians do in general. So when you think of a doctor or what a doctor does, usually the description you'd give is that of a family medicine physician. Yes, definitely. Great specialty. Lots of flexibility. Good work-life balance. And very, very in demand. Yes, very much so, just like any other primary care. All right, guys. Thanks for listening in again. Thank you. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, please get in touch with us at medicinemadeeasypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us out on Instagram. We're posting some spiffy new pictures. All right. Thanks, guys.